Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We'll have the Big Ten. We'll have the Top 25. We'll have the Northern Sun, the MIAC, the WIAC, and the UMAC. Final games of the regular season in many of those conferences Championship week in the MIAC. We have a new champion in the MIAC. We'll learn more about that as we move through the show. But let's get started. Championship week in the MIAC today. Uh, Carlton at Augsburg today. Alex Westhead joining us. And Alex, uh, win today at home for the Augies? No, Carlton College. Oh. Um, they, yeah. Carlton College did a, a great job of taking care of business. It was a really close game through the first quarter of play, but then in the second and the third quarter, Carlton College is a team that in the MIAC, they've known that they've passed the ball a lot, but they focused on the ground game. They averaged 80 yards per game on the ground this season. They finished just over 200, almost two and a half times what they had in terms of yards per game on the ground, and they really were able to take that and carry that away to victory today against Augsburg, 41-25. All right, uh, some of the big numbers in the game today? Uh, some of the big numbers. The big thing you talk about, again, I already mentioned the the rushing capabilities that Carlton had, 214 yards. They were led by Orion Hamlin, who had 16 carries for 89 yards and a touchdown. That's important because he only had 19 carries coming into the game today against Augsburg and finished with 16, including a number of big, bruising runs. Adrian for Augsburg, a bit down from what he was – used to doing in terms of the passing game, 20 of 42, 220 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. In fact, neither team really had an interception in this game. But the Augsburg rushing game that had thrived so much in the regular season, averaging 170 yards per game on the ground, they averaged 106 today total. And Cage Sheehan was leading Russia with 58 total rushing yards on 13 carries and a long of 11. So a little bit of a flip script from what I expected to see with Carlton being more ground dominant, and Augsburg kind of struggling to get their ground game going as the game went on. All right, very good, Alex. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. Have a good night. All right, there he is, Alex Westhead. Once again, championship week. It was Carlton winning at Augsburg today. How about Knights quarterback Jack Curtis, 21-26, 260 yards, three TDs, no picks. So the Knights beat the Augies in Minneapolis today. And let's get you up to date on the other scores around the league. St. John's finishes with a win at Concordia, 
48-21. Hope to get a game report on that one. St. Olaf winner at Hamlin, 28-7. McAllister beat visiting St. Scholastica. The Scots get it done, 40-20 there. And the big showdown, the championship game, Gustavus at Bethel today. And uh, they, they had this reversed earlier. They had Gustavus with the win, 31-7. to Now they've updated it. Bethel wins it 31-7. to So I, I was reporting a score from the MIAC website. They must have got hacked. Looks like the Royals get it done. We'll find out for sure in a game report and what I see now from the official box score. Bethel beat Gustavus 31-7. to I swear, earlier in the day, they had the Gusties winning the football game. So <laughs> we'll uh, get a game report on that one uh, for sure. Austin LeJess coming up. Let's jump over to the Northern Sun today. Augustana beat Bemidji State 38-19. to It was Wayne State rolling over Concordia-St. Paul 56-21. to We'll get game reports on those for sure. UMD wins at Minnesota State 33-21. to Big win for the Bulldogs. And we'll hear from Jeff Papas a little bit later on. Another win for MSU Moore had they beat Mary 35-7. Great year for the Dragons. It was Northern State winning at Northern Michigan 44-20. How about this? Southwest Minnesota State beat Sioux Falls 28-10. Tough year for the Cougars. And Winona State beat Minot State 13-7. Let's get over to the WIAC. Lacrosse wins the title. They beat at our win at Stevens Point, forty-one to seven. Whitewater over Eau Claire, fifty-nine-zero. It was Platteville beating Stout, forty-one to twenty-four, and Oshkosh took down River Falls, thirty-eight, thirty-one. So you are up to date on what's going on in the WIAC. And it looks like we have one final out of the UMAC today. And it was Minnesota Morris in a wild one beating Northwestern of Minnesota 42-39 to in Morris today. And we hope to get a game report on that. If not, we'll take a look at the box score. And now let's jump back to the Northern Sun today and get a game report. It was Sioux Falls at Southwest Minnesota State. Mustangs win 28-10. Kelly Love joins us from there on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker hotline. And uh, Kelly, big win for the Mustangs to close it out. Yeah, Steve, uh, it was a big win for the Mustangs. Uh, it's been a tough year, uh, not only for the Cougars, but for the Mustangs as well. And Southwest lost so many close games this year losing uh, two other games in the last minute of the game. But today the Mustangs put it all together uh, with more than 400 yards of offense and forced four turnovers. They had four interceptions as they beat Sioux Falls 28-10. Steve, that's the first win for the Mustangs over Sioux Falls since the Cougars moved to Division II. First time in now 11 games that the Mustangs wow. have beaten the Cougars. Uh, big night today or big day by Kamel Staples, the Mustang redshirt freshman quarterback, making his first collegiate start he passed for 152 yards and he rushed for 72 yards and a touchdown to help the mustangs jump out to a 14 nothing lead donald austin had a big game for the mustangs a season high rushing 184 yards and three touchdowns on 31 attempts and again the mustang defense uh, they did it uh, all day long they had four interceptions two by jelani jefferson and one each by Jordan Ellis and Amarian Meshack. The Mustangs, Steve, 
dominated time of possession, 38 minutes to 22, and they limited the Cougars to just one of nine on third down conversion. So, again, a tough a couple of tough seasons for both the Mustangs and the Cougars. Uh, of course, Scott Underwood, his second year at Southwest, and Jim Glogowski, his first year at Sioux Falls. So, they're trying to build something in both places. But the Mustangs finally get the win today in Marshall, 28 to 10. Mustangs finish 2 and 9 overall, 2 and 8 in the conference. Sioux Falls finishes 3 and 8 overall and 3 and 7 in the NSIC. All right, Kelly, thanks again for all your help. It's been a lot of years. Good stuff. Mr. Thompson, thanks so much. Appreciate doing the show. Thank right. you. There he is, Kelly Law of Southwest Minnesota State, and they get a win to close it out over Sioux Falls 28 to 10. Quick break. We'll come back. Big 10, top 25. Jonathan Lowe standing by with the scores. We'll check the Missouri Valley and, of course, uh, the Pioneer League as well. We'll get into all of that here. News Talk, E3-O-W-C-C-O. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. College football final underway. Steve Thompson, Jonathan Lowe, our producer, and handling the scores. We'll get to that in a moment. We had our Dewey defeats Truman moment earlier in the program. Of course, it was an incorrect banner headline on the front page of the Chicago Daily Tribune, later the Chicago Tribune, on November 3rd, 1948. They went to press, called the election early. Of course, we all know Truman defeats Dewey. Well, earlier on the MIEC website, they had Gustavus 31, Bethel 7. Since then, it's been updated. Oh, by the way, it was the championship game. Bethel has indeed defeated Gustavus 31 to 7. We'll get a game report on that one later on. All right, we've got that settled. And now for the Big Ten Top 25, Missouri Valley and the Pioneer Football League update. Here is Jonathan Lowe. Oh, thank you so much, Mr. Thompson. Again, good to not only be with you on a Saturday, but be in studio with you on a Saturday. This is making my weekend so much greater. I, I appreciate that. And let's get it going because it's, it's, it's that time of the year. The high schools are getting close. Wisconsin, has uh, their high schools have decided their championship matchups last night. Minnesota is figuring out their semifinal matchups, finishing out today. So it's all in the air. Let's go up a rank and give you another wonderful, beautiful Saturday in the fall, y'all. College football here, there, and everywhere. And we get it rolling in the Big Ten. In West Lafayette, the Gophers are in trouble. The Gophers have been a stout defensive team the entire season. That is not the case today in West Lafayette. Purdue, 2-7 and seven Purdue, is leading the Gophers 35-20, to 20, and they're driving. They are on Minnesota's side of the field, third down, possibly looking to score yet again and make it an even bigger blowout. Of course, we'll keep you up to date with that. The Gophers need this win to get bowl eligible. And if you listened last night to Lake Night with Henry Lake, I was filling in for Chris Tubbs. Lake says he does not think the Gophers can get to six wins if they don't win today because they have Ohio State next week 
and then they have Wisconsin to close out the season. This is Ooh. an important game for the Gophers to get to bowl eligibility. You mean they would be underdogs against Ohio State? Just, just a little bit. Yeah, just think, a touch. Okay, just I a touch. You. Speaking of one of those opponents, let's go Cross River, Camp Randall. It's not looking good for the Badgers either. Late third quarter, by the way, it's mid-third quarter in West Lafayette. Late third quarter at Camp Randall. Northwestern leading Wisconsin 24-3. to The Wildcats could get to 5-5 five and five and within a game of bowl eligibility there. It is a slugfest once again with Iowa. You're not going to get a whole lot of points in an Iowa game. Late third quarter at Kinnick Stadium, 6 nothing. The 22nd-ranked Hawkeyes lead Rutgers in another shutdown slugfest. Nobody can score. We'll get to let's, – let's get to a game that was the complete opposite of that. Earlier today, in Champaign, Illinois and Indiana, the fighting Brett Bielema's got out to a lead. Indiana and, and Illinois went back and forth throughout the game. It was – a, a, a knockout drag down fight in overtime. The Illini get their fifth win on the season, 48 to 45. Compare that with Iowa. Uh, that is, again, their fifth win for the Illini. They could get bowl eligible with one more win. Maryland gets bowl eligibility as they take down Nebraska, deny the Cornhuskers a bowl bid, 13 to 10 the final as Maryland wins it late. Number three, Michigan, without their coach, Jim Harbaugh. Suspended for three games for the sign stealing scandal. It did not matter today. They go to number ten Penn State, stay undefeated. Now ten and zero on the season with a twenty four to fifteen victory. And coming up later this evening, number one Ohio State will try to get to ten and zero as well. They are hosting Michigan State. Now let's go to the top twenty five scoreboard, where number twenty five Kansas State is all over Baylor, fifty two to nineteen with. About 10 minutes to play in the fourth quarter. Number four, Florida State. Their annual rivalry with Miami is is close. Midway through the third quarter, the Hurricanes and the Seminoles are tied at 13. Number 15, Oklahoma State. They had the big win in Bedlam last week, beat Oklahoma, had a clear path to the championship game, went out and there in the Big 12 championship game. That winning out part is sorely missing today. Late third quarter in Orlando, Central Florida, who is a newbie to the Big 12, leading Oklahoma State 37-3. And it's an update as they just get in the end zone. The Golden Knights stretch their lead to 30 to 34 points. An, an, a shocking result today after what happened last week in Bedlam. Other games, late third quarter in Columbia. It's number 14, Missouri, leading number 13, Tennessee, 22-7. In Seattle, a great back-and-forth game Um Early third quarter in Seattle, number five, Washington, is down to number 18, Utah, 24-28, to 28-24 the game uh, right now. Fourth and five for Washington as they try to score and go back ahead of the Utes. Uh, number 13, Oregon State, trying to get to 8-2 and two on the season. They lead at, uh, at home against Stanford mid-first quarter, 7 nothing. Finals from earlier today, number 8, Alabama, secures their spot in the SEC championship game. They take down Kentucky 49-21. to Number 23, Tulane, they eke out a win over Tulsa, 24-22. to Number 16, Kansas, after defeating Oklahoma a couple of weeks ago, defeating Iowa State last week, they fall at home. Texas Tech wins with a field goal near the gun, 16-13, the 16th-ranked J. Hawks fall. Number 21, Arizona. They get a field goal at the at the closing whistle to win over Colorado 34-31. Coming up later tonight, the game of the night, number two, Georgia, will be hosting their second 
top 12 team in a row. They host number nine, Ole Miss. Number 17, Oklahoma. They're at home against West Virginia. Number 19, LSU, plays host to Florida. Number seven, Texas, on the road at TCU. Number 24, North Carolina. They will be hosting Duke in a very good ACC matchup. Number six, Oregon, will be at home against USC. And on Thursday night, it was number 11, Louisville, taking down Virginia. The final 31-24 to had to come back in the fourth quarter to beat the Wahoos. It was now we head to FCS. A few games going on there right now. It is early fourth quarter in Springfield, Northern Iowa, trailing Missouri State big, 28 to nine at the Fargo Dome midway through the third quarter. North Dakota State leading Southern Illinois, 20 to 10. South Dakota State stays undefeated, stays a top team in FCS. They blank Youngstown State today, 34 nothing. North Dakota and South Dakota took the field in Vermilion, and in a tight tussle, it was the Coyotes defeating the Fighting Hawks, 14 to 10. And Steve had mentioned this last week, uh, the wonderful, warm confines of San Diego. That's where you find St. Thomas this week. The Tommies, mid-third quarter, leading the Toreros 14-7. to So, big day of college football. We got a bunch of ranked matchups going on right now. We'll keep an eye again on the Gophers as they continue to try to come back in West Lafayette. Yeah, down 15 in the third to the 2-7. and seven. Boilermakers, not a great look at all for the Golden Gophers uh, today. Uh, By the way, coming up tomorrow, we'll talk more Golden Gopher football, the huddle. Uh, Pete Najeri and Dave Schwartz typically hosting. They had to go to the bench. Dave Schwartz not available. Uh, Yours truly, Steve Thompson with Pete Najeri and on the huddle. Tomorrow we'll talk Golden Gopher football, Viking football, Wild Timberwolves, you name it. By the way, tonight State Volleyball Championship. As a matter of fact, it is Championship Saturday in volleyball. Uh, A, AA, 3A, and 4A. Wyzetta against New Prague tonight at 7. The Trojans trying to win their fourth consecutive volleyball title. Wyzetta's dominant run. They haven't lost a set since September. So Wyzetta trying for number four in a row tonight at the Excel Energy Center at 7 o'clock. All right, let's see if we can get you up to date. Once again, out of the MIAC Championship Week, Bethel is your champion. They'll advance. They beat Gustavus 31-7. to The Royals will get the automatic bid. Carlton won at Augsburg 41-25. to St. John's winner at Concordia 48-21. Can the Johnnies get in? We'll, we'll visit with Pat uh, uh, from D3Football.com coming up a little bit later on in the program today. Uh, I, I'm not exactly sure. Pat Coleman will have the latest coming up at 535 from D3Football.com. Will the Johnnies get in? Not sure. Did River Falls loss today uh, help the Johnnies cause? We'll get into that with Pat Coleman. St. Olaf beat Hamlin 28-7, and it was McAllister beating the St. Scholastica uh, 40-20. Once again, we have all the news, all the weather at 5. A lot more game reports out of the Northern Sun and MIAC. Another check of the Big Ten and Top 25 on this Saturday afternoon. Here at News Talk, E3O WCCO. 
College football final underway on a Saturday. Huge games, including championship week in the MIAC. Gustavus at Bethel. Once again, the scoreboard earlier showed the Golden Gustees had won it. Wrong answer. Royals win at home in Arden Hills. Austin LeJazz joins us from there with a game report. Bethel is headed to the tournament. They are, Steve. For the first time in program history, the Bethel University Royals football team will be headed to their third straight NCAA uh, championship. This is the program's sixth Mayak championship and first since 2013. And I guess i got to apologize, Steve. As the home team who uploads the box score in the sidearm and our website sync with the mic, maybe it was me who hit a wrong button and had the score flipped. Yeah, so uh, I'm it, glad someone caught it before I got to the office. Yeah, it, it, it was kind of like, wow, Gustavus won today, and then it changed later. But uh, uh, it's all about getting it right. One skin Bethel with the big win today. Yeah, let's kind of go through kind of how the game went. Uh, probably the first Mike championship game where we didn't have any snow, but it was cold. Uh, Bethel started with some fireworks as uh, – Fourth and 10, they were working from their own 22-yard line, excuse me, 24-yard line, I should say, decided to go with the fake punt. Aaron Ellingson, the junior running back, starts out his career-high day with a 76-yard rushing touchdown. Uh, so they went for the fake punt, hoping to get a first down out of it, and they got a lot more. Early 7 nothing lead, Royals then have to settle for a 20-yard field goal later in the quarter uh, to go up 10 nothing. Move forward to the second quarter where Gustavus finally got their first first down of the game, um, but eventually they run down the field. They get third and goal on the eight-yard line on a drive that was reaching about 10 minutes in length, and a pass into the end zone was picked off by the Royals. That would be their first of four interceptions on the day. Um, Bethel then takes a takes that 17 nothing lead into the break as Aaron Ellington also added a 17-yard rushing touchdown. Third quarter, both teams' defenses kind of shined in that one. Gustavus's opening drive um, was a pick by Bethel. They were working on their own 32-yard line. They were third and 25, tried to, tried to take a deep shot into Bethel territory where Gavin Rata, the junior out of Northfield, had the Royals' second pick of the day. Another big stop by the Bethel defense. Two drives later, Gustavus was fourth and in inches just inside the 50, inside Bethel territory and Bethel was able to get the stop on the quarterback sneak. Let's fast forward to the fourth quarter. We still had a 17 to nothing score as the sun was coming down. It was getting cold, and Gustavus gets on the scoreboard early in that fourth, or I should say midway through that fourth quarter with about seven, uh, excuse me, just under 13 minutes left to go. George Sanvin found a wide-open Jordan Wald who strutted in for 29 yards. That made it 17-7. Well, it didn't take long for Bethel to keep making their defensive plays. They had a punt away, and then the next play, Isaac Call gets an interception on Gustavus's first play. And uh, George Bolt, the senior quarterback out of Grand Rapids, Michigan, made a one-yard rush with 7-16 left to go in the game, 24-7. Kind of put it at that point, but Bethel decided Aaron Ellington needed one more rushing touchdown. He rushes from 14 yards out, 5-19 left, and that was the game's final score. And just to put a cap on it, Bethel decided to pick have one more interception on the game. It was Matt Jung. Young, excuse me, the redshirt freshman had seventh interception of the year. That's 21 interceptions now on the year for the Royals. Let's take a look at the stats overall. Uh, this was a Gustavus squad that was coming in averaging 470 yards of offense. Today, Bethel kept them to 235. I'll gain them 386 to 235. Uh, as you know, we've heard all season George Sandbend, uh, quite the passing quarterback. Um, 
They came in averaging 348 yards of offense through the air today. Bethel held them to 184 uh, passing yards. On the ground game, Bethel rushed for 320 yards. Individually, obviously, the story of the game is the junior out of St. Louis Park, Aaron Ellingson. He rushed for 224 yards on 27 carries, a career high for him, and the most rushing yards by a Bethel running back since 2015 in a game. Uh, that actually came against the Guthies, 228 for Marshall Klitschke in that one, October 30th, 1st of 2015. Junior uh, wide receiver, who also played a little bit of quarterback in the uh, Wildcat formation, Joey Kidder, 12 rushes for 51 yards. On the Gussie side of things, George Sandman was held to 13 of 26 passing, four interceptions, 184 yards. Uh, one of the best receivers we've seen probably in the Mayak this year, Jake Breitbach, the senior out of Golden Valley, just six catches today for 81 yards. Bethel uh, will await the selection show tomorrow, Sunday night, 4 o'clock Central Time. Um, we'll see if we'll host or if we'll go on the road. We'll head to the 12th NCAA playoff um, appearance for Bethel, all under head coach Steve Johnson. Yeah, and congrats to Steve. Another great year. Bethel headed to the NCAA. Oz Tanali, great to visit with you. Thanks. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate you. Once again, in that championship game in Arden Hills, Bethel beat Gustavus 31-7. to Fine year for the Gusties as well. Let's get over to the NSI or the Northern Sun, uh, the NSIC. Huge game today. Bemidji State at Augustana, the longtime voice of the Vikings, joins us, Jeff Filling. And Jeff, big win for Augustana. And I would assume uh, Augustana well on their way to the NCAA tournament. Yeah, it would appear so. And maybe even a home game. Uh, you know, it's kind of convoluted now with MSU losing to Minnesota Duluth today. Duluth wasn't even in the top 10, and MSU was seventh. But uh, it'll be interesting to see because you got a three way tie for second between Bemidji State, Minnesota Duluth, and Minnesota State. But the Vikings secured the championship, won their 10th game of the year against one loss with a 38-19 win over Bemidji State in Sioux Falls today. Beautiful day, almost 60 degrees. A little windy, but it was a beautiful day. And the Vikings, this time of the year, you got to run the ball, and they did. 41 carries for over 200 yards. Had the ball for 31 minutes and 31 seconds, but ran 20 less plays than the Beavers, who threw uh, for 372 yards in the game as their quarterback, Brandon Alt, from Park High School, 26 out of 51. He's thrown 105 passes in the last two games he's played in the last two years at Sioux Falls. But uh, Jared Epperson, 121 yards, went over 1,000 yards on the season. He's the third-leading rusher in Augustana history. Had a big day, including a 54-yard touchdown run. J.V. on far from Racine, Wisconsin. Recovered a fumble and then a 61-yard return of an interception late in the game. It was seven nothing at halftime, which was a little shocking. Augustana was leading; they scored in their first drive of the game. These two teams between them averaged 68 points a game, and it was seven nothing. Uh, Dell Busby caught a 75-yard pass with one hand on the first play of the second half, but they missed the extra point. It was seven six. The Vikings went right downfield. Less than a minute later, Devon Jones cut a 48-yard touchdown pass from Casey Bauman, make it 14-6, and then the Vikings in the third quarter got a field goal 
52 yards by Jake Bessina to make it 17-6, second longest in Augustana history. And Bemidji struck right back on a pass from, again, all this time to Wanmaker, transfer from South Dakota State. They missed the two-point conversion, so it was 17-12. But the Vikings, at the end of the third quarter, four and a half minutes later, Casey Bauman threw it to Epperson, 20 yards to make it 24-12. Then Peters got another touchdown from Alt to make it 24-19. They kicked the extra point that time. Then Epperson with 336 left sealed it, 31-19. And Javion Flowers' interception came a minute later to make it 38-19. So the Vikings are 38-19 winners over Bemidji State today and NSAC Conference champs, second time in Augustana history. They've won 10 games in a year. Yeah, and Jeff, you, you take away that game at Wayne State where uh, all the snow removal equipment at Wayne America was somewhere yeah. outside of the stadium. Uh, who, who knows? But nevertheless, great year for Augustana. Yeah, yeah, they gave up 20 yards in that game. But And you remember John Schultz. He's done games with me for 34 yeah. years. Former NCC uh, first-team quarterback said, Augustana was 10 and 0. Mother Nature made them 0 and 1. Well, on to the playoffs. Uh, look forward to yeah. visiting with you as Augustana moves forward. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Steve. Have All a right. B- big year for the Vikings. Wayne State beat Concordia St. Paul 56 21. Game report coming up. UMD beat Minnesota State 33 21. Game report coming up. MSU Moore had down Mary 35 7. Dragons had a good year. Northern State leading at Northern Michigan 44 20 late. Southwest Minnesota State beat Sioux Falls 28 10. Mustangs finished with a win. Long year for the Cougars. Big thanks to Kelly Loft. Winona State beat Minot State 13 13- Seven. Let's jump right back to the MIAC. Today is St. John's on the road at Concordia. And Jim Sella joins us from Moorhead. Jim, always good to visit with you. Thanks, Steve. Always great to be back with you. And like I always says, it's a, it was a beautiful day in Moorhead. You look at the schedule and said November 11th, a home game. You're going to see snow. And if it gets above 20 degrees, well, it was 45, sunny, beautiful. So... And that's about all that went right for the Cobbers. Yeah. So St. John's uh, jumped on it early, scored on their first possession, a four-yard run from Troy Fetima, uh, and then they made it 13 nothing. Cobbers would eventually get within 27-14 to 14 at the halftime break. Cooper Matter and the Cobber quarterback hooked up with a 43-yard pass to Jed Klang. Uh, they thought Cooper was over the line of scrimmage. They talked about it, and they allowed it. So it was 27-14 at the break. And then St. John's came right out in the second half and scored on a Aaron Severson and Nick Vanner, 24-yard pass. Made it 41-14. Cobbers got one back. And then a great catch from Dawson Schaefer. Uh, and then uh, St. John's capped off uh, with a Aaron Severson six-yard pass to Joey Gendro, uh, which made it 48-21. And that's how it finished in Moorhead. Johnny's are now 8-2 and two on the year. Uh, they'll await uh, to see what word, whether they get in the NCAA playoffs, it's up in the air. They don't know. Talk to their coaching staff. They kind of feel good about it, but at the same time, they don't know. Stats in the game, uh, Johnny's had 542 yards of total offense, covers 268. Most of it was by the air, uh, as it always is. Aaron Severson, uh, once again, had a big game against the Covers. This Johnny quarterback was 35 for 51 for 448 yards and five touchdowns. 
So in the two games that Severson's played against Cobbers this year, he's uh, completed 79 passes for 946 yards and 10, tu- and 10 touchdowns. So I think he's going to petition to see if he can come back one more year just to play against Concordia. Wow. That, 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 is, <laughs> that is a monster two games. That is a monster game. Nick Van Erp, the wide receiver, is really good. He had 10 catches for 156 yards and an incredible move down on the goal line. Uh, and he caught two, two touchdowns. For the Cobbers, Cooper Mattern finished 21 for 43 for 241 yards and had two touchdowns. And those two touchdowns uh, then made him the all-time school leader for single-season touchdown passes in a year, and that's 25. So congratulations to Cooper Mattern, uh, a local product out of Fargo. Uh, and then a couple receiving Owen Miller for the Cowboys, four catches for 95 yards, and Jed Klang had four catches for 71 yards. Uh, and that's it finished up here in Moorhead with the Johnnies winning 48-21. to They'll await word tomorrow on whether they get into the playoffs, uh, and the Cowboys will be back in action next September. All right. Jim, always good. Thanks. Thanks for everything you do for small college football, Steve. You're the best. All right. Well, checks in the mail. How's that sound? Thanks, Jim. <laughs> All right. There he is, Jim Sella up at Concordia. Once again, St. John's wins there. Here are the finals in the MIC. Bethel wins the title, beating his Davis 31-7. Carlton over Augsburg in Minneapolis, 41-25. St. John's winning at Concordia, 48-21. Do they get in? We'll find out for sure. Uh, we'll have an opinion from Pat Coleman later in the show. D3football.com. St. Olaf beat Hamlin, 28-7. McAllister doubles up St. Scholastica in St. Paul, 40-20 to 20 at the final. More college football final. More game reports coming up here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. College football final continues. We'll get a game report out of the Northern Sun. Big one between UMD and Minnesota State in Mankato today. Jeff Pape is standing by. Let's get a game, uh, or I should say a scoreboard update, out of the WIAC today. Oshkosh beat River Falls 38-31. Big blow to River Falls playoff hopes. Platteville beats Stout 41-24 in Platteville. Whitewater rolls over Eau Claire 59-0 at Whitewater. And then Lacrosse, a winner at Stevens Point 41-7. Lacrosse and Whitewater solidly in the NCAA Division III playoffs. We'll get an opinion, uh, of course, uh, from Pat Coleman in D3 football. Dot com following the weather here on College Football Final. Out of the UMAC today, let's see if we can get a couple more final scores posted there. Uh, of course, big showdown involving Minnesota teams in that conference today. Minnesota Morris, a wild one over Northwestern of Minnesota, 42-39. to That big win comes out in Morris today. And then Greenville beat Crown down in Illinois, 64-20. to Martin Luther at Mayville, that up in North Dakota. That game starting at 4 o'clock today. Let's jump back to the Northern Sun today. And one of the big showdowns, UMD on the road, Mankato against Minnesota State. Here's Jeff Papis. Whether or not they make the national playoffs, UMD went out the right way today, winning 33-21 to 
at Blakesley Stadium over Minnesota State Mankato. Kyle Waljasper, good day. 10 out of 18 for 210 yards and two touchdowns through the air. 24 carries and 79 yards on the ground. That made him the first Bulldog quarterback since Drew Bauer in 2014 to rush for 1,000 yards in a season. Scoreless first quarter in this game before Hayden Eckern started the scoring for the Mavericks with a six-yard rushing touchdown to make it 7-0. Bulldogs came back on a 44-yard hookup from Wall Jasper to Deshaun Ames. Mankato took the lead again at 14-7 on their next drive as Eckern hit Treshawn Watson with a 32-yard touchdown pass to make it 14-7. Bulldogs, though, came back, drove five plays, 48 yards. Kyle Wall Jasper with his 16th rushing touchdown of the season for UMD, and it was 14-14. Then a bizarre sequence of events that really gave UMD momentum for the rest of the game. On a fourth down and long play, Shen Butler Lawson was tackled well behind the line of scrimmage. The play started with five seconds to go, and the Mavericks thought the first half was over. The referees disagreed and put one second on the clock and gave UMD the ball, and that allowed Curtis Cox to hit a 39-yard field goal as time expired to put UMD ahead at the break, 17-14. In the third quarter, UMD held the Mavericks on their first possession. Then, on a short field, it was Deshaun Ames with an 8-yard touchdown on a reverse at 24-14 UMD, and a Curtis Cox field goal with 1.20 to go in the third made it 27-14, ending the fourth. But the Mavericks were not done. Eckern, with a 19-yard rushing touchdown, his longest run of the season, cut UMD's lead to 27-21. Now, a career day receiving for Jimmy DeRocher, the junior walk-on at UMD, seven catches, 152 yards, and this 62-yard touchdown that sealed the game. Ogile and Yeary wide to the near side. Wall Jasper looks to throw. Lobs over the middle. He's got DeRocher. 40, 35, 30, 25, 20. DeRocher to the 10. DeRocher to the 5. DeRocher. Touchdown. 62 yards. And UMD comes right back and takes the lead at 33 to 21. Marcus Glodowski added an interception late to seal Minnesota State's fate. Max Strand with a giant game for the Bulldogs today. 16 tackles, one and a half sacks, one and a half tackles for a loss, seven solos, and nine helpers as UMD sends 15 seniors out the regular season door the right way. Do they have a playoff chance? We'll find out tomorrow. But for now, the Bulldogs with a happy bus ride home. Jeff Papis reporting. All right, very good. Uh, Jeff, uh, who gets in? Bemidji State. Uh, UMD, Minnesota State, Augustana already in. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Quick update, XL Energy Center State Volleyball Championship Saturday. Class A champion Russell Tyler Ruthen defeats Mayor Lutheran three sets to one. Double A, 3A, 4A. By the way, Wyzetta, they haven't dropped a set since September. They are unbeaten trying for their fourth title in a row tonight. Against number two, New Prague. That'll be at 7 o'clock at the XL Energy Center. Quick break. We have got much more college football final coming up. We have more game reports. A rundown of all the scores. Jonathan Lowe again with the Big Ten. The top 25, the Missouri Valley. St. Thomas and San Diego in the Pioneer Football League. We'll have all those scores coming up. News Talk, E3O-WCCO. It is college football final. We've run down the scores from around the area. Don't go away. We'll have the Big Ten, the top 25. The Golden Gophers in major trouble at 2-7 and seven, Purdue. They are losing big late in the game, 42-23. to 23. Purdue driving for more. Not a good day 
for P.J. Fleck and the Golden Gophers. All right, let's jump into D3Football.com with our friend Pat Coleman. And Pat joins us uh, as we get late in the year and get ready for the playoffs. The selection show coming up uh, tomorrow. Uh, Pat, always good to visit with you. I hope you're doing well. I'm doing well, Steve. Thanks for having me on. Good yeah, to chat with you. good to visit with you. Once again, D3Football.com is the spot. All right, Bethel beat Gustavus 31-7. to They get the automatic bid. Steve Johnson in his final year. They advance. Meanwhile, St. John's wins at Concordia 48-21. Do the Johnnies have enough to get in? Yeah, that is the question of the hour and maybe the question of the past several weeks, Steve. The thing about St. John's is, yeah, St. John's has two losses, but they have at the moment, and there's still games going on, uh, they have at the moment the third best strength of schedule in all of NCAA Division Three, not just among at-large teams. So I think when we get to this point, you know, a little bit after 4 o'clock p.m. Central Time tomorrow, you're going to have Whitewater in the field as an at-large yeah. pretty much right away. And, and, of course, Whitewater beat the Johnnies head-to-head back near the beginning of the season. I think St. John's goes pretty quickly after that. It is really tight this year, Steve. There are just four at-large bids. We are stuck with a 32-team bracket, and now there are 28 conferences who qualify to have automatic bids. So it's pretty crazy and it's pretty tight, but I think St. John's is in pretty good shape to get one of those four at-large bids. All right, Whitewater, the big win over Eau Claire, 59-0. How about lacrosse? They beat Stevens Point. No surprise there, 41-7. to Of course, a lacrosse, a WIAC champ, so they're in good shape. River Falls, they fall at Oshkosh today, 38-31. They were very high in the D3 football ranking, but that hurts their cause huge. It sure does. I think that uh, River Falls probably would have gotten discussed if they had won today. Yep. You know, their strength of schedule is pretty good. The WIAC is strong, right? Um, but River Falls didn't beat, you know, they didn't beat Lacrosse and they didn't beat Whitewater. And early in the year, they beat Mary Harden Baylor. But Mary Harden Baylor this year uh, is not a national semifinalist like they often are. They want, they went six and four. So that game just didn't have as much cachet on their resume as it normally would. So, yeah, I think River Falls might not have, probably wouldn't have gotten in anyway. And losing today, I guess, if nothing else, it makes it easier for people like us who are doing the prognosticating overnight. Pat Coleman joining us from D3Football.com on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. A couple other things from around the area. We've already talked about lacrosse and Whitewater in. We know Bethel's in. Uh, St. John's will wait and see. It looks good at the moment for the Johnnies. What about our friends to the south in Iowa? What, what, what about the upper Midwest? What other teams are in? We know about North Central of Illinois. Wartburg solidly in. Yep, Warburg is in. Warburg clinched its automatic bid, so they are set. Uh, a lot of fun for the folks out at uh, Morris, Minnesota today. Minnesota Morris into the field for the first time since 1981. They beat Northwestern. Northwestern is St. Paul. They beat them 42-39. Kicked a field goal with 429 to go, to go up three, and then got an interception on the one-yard line with nine seconds left to secure that win. So, a lot of fun for the Cougars, and you know they're probably a team that probably ends up maybe playing at Warburg in the first round or at someone like Lacrosse. Uh, but great season for Morris at seven and three, especially after they started the season zero and three. They ripped off seven wins in a row 
to clinch that playoff bid this afternoon. So uh, congrats to Minnesota Morris, the UMAC champ. Pat, always good to visit with you. Thanks for the update. We'll do it again. Thank you, Steve. Glad to be on. All right, there he is, Pat Coleman, D3Football.com. Ton of great comment there. Bethel, Lacrosse, Whitewater, Morris. We'll wait and see about St. John's coming up tomorrow on the selection show. Back to Division II of the Northern Sun today. Wayne State, a huge year this year. They knocked off Northern Sun champ Augustana in the snow down at Wayne America in Nebraska a few weeks back. Uh, today they were at Concordia St. Paul Seafoam Stadium. And Josh Deer filed this report. In the season finale, Concordia St. Paul fell 56-21 to on Senior Day at Seafoam Stadium to Wayne State College. Wayne State jumped out to a 21 to nothing lead in this one with three touchdowns in the game's first 20 minutes early in the second quarter. But late in the first half, Concordia quarterback Connor Kortz hit on a 36-yard pass to Creighton Durham Hall alum Peter Yudoybach, setting up a three-yard touchdown pass from Kortz to tight end Grant Miles for a 21-7 halftime deficit, with Concordia getting the ball first to start the third quarter. But the Wildcats came up with opportunistic plays, scoring on a 20-yard scoop and score to wreck CSP's opening drive of the second half and hit on a 72-yard touchdown pass on their next drive to claim a 35-7 lead less than five minutes into the third quarter. Courts, a third-year starting junior quarterback from Peoria, Arizona, passed for 245 yards and a pair of touchdowns. The St. Paul native Udoibach led the receivers with six catches for 141 yards and hauled in a third-quarter touchdown on a double-reverse pass from St. Anthony Village native Troy Ellison that made it 35-14. There would be no comeback today, though, as, when, as Wayne State running back Dawson Forgey from Winterset, Iowa, scored three rushing touchdowns with 89 yards on the ground. And Bennington, Nebraska native Nick Bowen passed, passed for 319 yards, two touchdowns, and added another two rushing scores for the visiting Wildcats. Woodbury native punter Parker Dahlman ranked sixth in the country entering today in punting average at 43.6, averaged 44.3 yards on six punts today, and now holds the CSP single-season punting record. Congratulations, congratulations to Parker Dahlman. The Golden Bears finished the year at 3-8, and including a 3-3 and record at home at Seafoam Stadium, while the Wildcats will look for some postseason luck ranked ninth in the NCAA Super Region 4 rankings last week, hoping for an NCAA playoff bid. Steve, thanks again for your support of small college football. It's been a great season. All right, Josh, thanks as always. Once again, Josh Deer from Concordia. Let's run down the Northern Sun again. August, Annabee, Bemidji State, 38-19. Vikings are the Northern Sun champs. Wayne State won at Concordia, St. Paul, 56-21. Minnesota, Duluth, Beat Minnesota State 33-21. to That kind of makes things interesting come NCAA tournament time. MSU Moore had beat Mary 35-7. Dragons had a really good year. Uh, Northern State leading uh, at Northern Michigan 44-20. That is a long haul from Aberdeen to the UP. Uh, Southwest Minnesota State beat Sioux Falls 28-10. Winona State over Minot State. 13 to 7. We'll run down all the scores when we come back. Big 10, top 25. We'll have the Missouri Valley. We'll check St. Thomas in the Pioneer Football League. By the way, the Golden Gophers in trouble. Purdue leading Minnesota 49 to 23 late in the game. It was Lafayette, Indiana. Mm. 
We'll get into all of the scores. One more time, college football final returns. A news talk, E3O-WCCO. This we do know at the moment. Minnesota Morris in the UMAC, Bethel in the MIAC, Lacrosse in the WIAC, and Augustana in the Northern Sun. They are in the NCAA tournament. The at-large teams, we have a pretty good idea at this moment, but we'll find out for sure. Let's get up to date. Big Ten, top 25, Missouri Valley and St. Thomas out in the Pioneer League. They're playing in sunny San Diego today. Let's bring in Jonathan Lowell one more time. Jonathan, it's all yours. Sorry, one second there. Uh, something happened. I, I was ready for the music, and everything was ready to go, and then I hit something, and and it just didn't work. Live uh, radio, yeah. man. Live radio. There you go. Oh, that's what happened. Some a little gremlin here in the studio uh, got got me messed up with the music. By, by the way, if, if you had the under in the Iowa Rutgers game, you're breathing a sigh of relief. That's correct. The under prevails Iowa Rutgers. You'll have the score. That's right. Now let's go. Oh, my goodness. That's what I see what the problem is. I see. I'll Once get this, again, folks, I'll, live radio. There it is. <laughs> uh, computer uh, slash technical slash producer error. That's on me, folks. Let's go ahead and get this rolling on another Saturday in the fall, y'all. College football here, there, and everywhere. And we get it rolling with some sad music for the Gophers in West Lafayette. Three minutes and two seconds to go. They did. They do have it in the red zone trying to get some garbage time points. The Gophers are going to lose to 2-7 and seven Purdue, folks. 49-23. Fourth and ten for the Gophers, it, it really doesn't matter. They're going to lose today and lose out on an opportunity to get bowl eligible yet again, and they will find it tough sledding the next two weeks with Ohio State next week and arch-rival Wisconsin in two weeks. Speaking of the Badgers, they're not happy today. Northwestern closes out Wisconsin 24-10 to at Camp Randall. This was in Madison, folks. So Wisconsin now five and five. Northwestern five and five. Minnesota now five and five. And Iowa, I wanna say this was it. I think they they didn't quite clinch the Big Twelve West or Big Ten West, but they're close. They just finished off Rutgers at Kinnick Stadium, twenty-two nothing. The twenty-second ranked Hawkeyes get their eighth win on the season, and yes, the under, the historic under of twenty-eight was met. Twenty-two points today. Iowa can't score a whole lot, folks. They need a couple. Uh, they did an interception late to even get to 22 points. Earlier today, it was Illinois in a shootout, winning in overtime over Indiana, 48-45. to Illinois is now 5-5. Five and five. Nebraska is now 5-5. Five and five. You get that trend in the Big Ten West, folks? A lot of 5-5, five and five, a lot of mediocre. Maryland defeats Nebraska in Lincoln, 13-10. Number three, Michigan, they get to 10-0. There's your good side of the conference. They take down number 10 Penn State, 24-15. Coming up in a little over half an hour, be number one Ohio State taking on Michigan State. To the top 25 scoreboard, we start in Como. It is now gone final. Mizzou, number 14 in the land, defeats number 13 Tennessee, 36-7. to It is late in Tallahassee, number four Florida State with the ball and the lead over Miami, 27-20, about seven minutes to go in that game. Number five Washington on the doorstep of adding more points to their lead against number 18 Utah. They currently lead 35-28 with two minutes to play. Number 13, I'm sorry, number 12 Oregon State is up 
very comfortably in Corvallis right now. Late second quarter, they lead Stanford 28-10. to Finals from earlier, number 8 Alabama. They win the SEC West and get to 9-1 and with a 49-21 road win at Kentucky. It was number 23 Tulane getting a big win at home in New Orleans over t- Tulsa. 24 to 22. Number 16, Kansas gets upended at home to Texas Tech. Tech wins under five seconds. They get a field goal to win it 16 13. Number 21, Arizona gets their seventh win on the year, drops Colorado to four and six with a field goal at the gun 34 31, the final in Boulder. Number 25, Kansas State had zero problems with Baylor today. They get out to an early lead and roll 59 to 25. Number 15, Oklahoma State, fresh off that Bedlam win, cannot back it up. They lose big in Orlando to Central Florida 45 to 3. Coming up in just a few minutes, it'll be number two, Georgia, taking the field against number nine, Ole Miss. Number 17, Oklahoma, will try to keep their Big 12 title hopes alive as they go to as they host West Virginia. Number 19, LSU, will be at home in the Bayou, taking on Florida. Number seven, Texas, leading the Big 12. They will be on the road taking on the defending national runner-up in TCU in Fort Worth. Number 24, North Carolina, will be at home against arch-rival Duke on uh, Tobacco Road. Number 6, Oregon, will be at home tonight taking on USC in a big matchup out west. Number 11, Louisville, gets a Thursday night win, gets to 9-1 and on the season. What a turnaround for the Cardinals in the ACC. They take down Virginia 31-24. to In the Missouri Valley today, all finals uh, as we are going we're through the afternoon at the Fargo Fargo Dome, excuse me, it was North Dakota State beating Southern Illinois 34 to 10. Northern Iowa falls in Springfield to Missouri State 35-16. South Dakota State stays undefeated. They're uh, they're 10 and 0 now after defeating Youngstown State 34 nothing, and it was South Dakota taking down North Dakota in Vermilion 14 to 10. In the Pioneer League, St. Thomas, it is. Actually, just gone to the end of regulation, not final. It is a 14-14 tie between the Tommies and the San Diego Toreros. It is going to overtime on the West Coast. Wow. So, uh, Tommies and San Diego enjoying it. Weather pretty good for November in these parts. Let's get you up to date on the scores in these parts, the upper Midwest. Let's start in the Northern Sun. Big showdown in Sioux Falls. Augustana beat Bemidji State 38-19 the final. The Vikings win the Northern Sun this year. Their only loss on the road at Wayne, Nebraska. And they had snow and wind and cold and a terrible field. Augustana defensively gave up 20 yards to Wayne and lost that game. Weird. Wayne State, by the way, won at Concordia 56-21 today. UMD wins in Mankato, beating Minnesota State 33-21. MSU Moore head over Mary 35-7. It is Northern State a winner at Northern Michigan. 44-20 was the last score. They haven't posed to the final, but Northern State will win it. Southwest Minnesota State. Beat Sioux Falls 28-10. Winona State over Minot State 13-7. Of course, Upper Iowa no longer a part of the Northern Sun. Let's get over to the MIAC. It was championship week. Bethel got it done. They beat Gustavus 31-7. Steve Johnson's final year. They are MIAC champs. They get the automatic bid. St. John's wins at Concordia 48-21. Johnny's await the selection committee. Only four at-large bids up for grabs. 
and UW-Whitewater will grab one of those. Will the Johnnies get one of the other three? We'll see tomorrow. St. Olaf Pete Hamlin, 28-7. It was Carlton winning at Augsburg, 41-25. Good win for the Knights to close it out. And McAllister beat St. Scholastica uh, the final there, 40-20. In the UMAC, it was... Uh, Minnesota Morris late field goal beating Northwestern 42 to 39 to grab the automatic bid out of the UMAC. Greenville beat Crown 64 to 20. And of course, out of the WIAC lacrosse, they run the table in the WIAC beating Stevens Point 41 to 7. Whitewater beat Eau Claire 59 0. Platteville down Stout 41 24. And it was Oshkosh beating River Falls 38-31. to Lacrosse will get the automatic bid, but Whitewater assured of an at-large bid. But uh, the momentum, maybe the Johnnies sneak in. We'll see about that coming up tomorrow. So you're up to date on the scores around the area. Big thanks to all the folks uh, with game reports. But the fun isn't done. Uh, We'll have college football final for you next week as we move into playoff mode in Division II and Division III here in the upper Midwest. We'll certainly keep an eye on the Big Ten and the top 25 next week. By the way, uh, closing minutes, Purdue leading Minnesota 49-30, to another uh, gut punch loss for the Golden Gophers. Purdue will move to 3-7 and on the year with Ohio State looming. We got to run all the news at 6. Big thanks to Jonathan Lowe. I'm Steve Thompson. Have a great Saturday night. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.